We want to say thank you to our sponsors, Watchman Cigars, 1812 Barbecue, and Blue Collar Cycle Shop, and Hook, Line, and Heroes. Without you, this episode would not be possible. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, while you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Blue Collar Cycle Studio right here in beautiful Concord, North Carolina. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to the starting lineup of the team, to my left, your right, on the control panel is our producer, Brian. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. Mojo is, uh, <laughs> well, we're a man down, I guess. Tonight, we're, right? we're two men down. Uh, yeah, now two, you see yeah. me, now you don't. Uh, Ryan Ray is not with us. He is. Uh, he didn't die, just to be clear. He didn't get the coronavirus and die. Well, he was going to go to California, I think, to get but, the coronavirus right. virus, but canceled his trip yep. or something like that. But he's not with us. And Mojo is out getting some bikes for his uh, motorcycle shop. Check him out at Blue Collar Cycle, Cycle, Blue Collar Cycle, Blue Collar something. Links in the show notes to his <laughs> company. BlueCollarCycle.com. <laughs> that's BlueCollarCycle.com. Uh, check that out. He's got an all new inventory, so that's where yeah, he's at all new right bikes because uh, he ran out. I guess <clears throat> yeah, it's a good, good problem to have. Yeah, yeah so uh, thanks for checking us out. Um, make sure you go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those fun social places. We've been posting some fun content there lately. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are coming, if you just found us on an, a uh, podcast feed somewhere, yeah, thanks for tuning in and uh, go follow us. Give us a like, comments, share, subscribe. Um, reach out and talk to us. I'd like to hear from some of our listeners and see what they think about the show. Yeah. What you like, what you don't like. Cause we, 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 as much as we like doing this, we kind of do this for our listeners, right? I mean, it's yeah. just for us. <laughs> it's a little you bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if you want to be a little bit more involved, um, check out uh, our website, southernfrightphilosophy.com. There you can be a Patreon subscriber you can be an SFP insider that gives you exclusive content to our materials. In fact, this Monday, when this episode hits on 3-9, we will be at Commoner's Brewery with um, with all of our SFP insiders that want to come. I'm not saying that there's going to be free alcohol. I'm just saying. I didn't hear you say anything. Yeah, um, but it's, it's going to be an, an after-dark show. We just kind of hit the record button and let her rip. And then whatever topic comes up, we talk about. And uh, it's all for our SFP Insider. So if you want that content, just subscribe. You can do a dollar, $5, $10, $100, a million dollars. Either way, we would appreciate it uh, at sfpradio.com. Click on the Patreon link there. We want to say shout out to our new listeners or our listener from Yakima, Washington. <laughs> Yakima. Yakima. Is it Yakima? Yep. I don't know. Oh. But you know what makes me sad is we've hit, we're done. There's no more listeners there's, in the U.S. There's no Z? There's no Zs. There's no cities that start with a Z? I don't believe there is. Oh, come on. I mean, you would think. But. Uh, U.S. cities. <laughs> and we're going to go to the Google machine. Yep. 
because there's two of us tonight, so we have a lot of content to make up. Here we go. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, come on. Zero? There uh, <clears throat> there are plenty. Oh. Yeah, but I'm not going to spoil it for next week. So. <laughs> Tune in here to list of at least seven Z cities in the United States. All right. We got the content to make up, so let's just start naming them out now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll put we'll hashtag those cities, all of those, oh, yeah. on this episode and see if we get any of them. There we go. I'm going to ask uh, you like I ask every week, Producer Brian, how you be doing? I'm doing really great tonight. Um, I just finished. I just went I went to get food before mm-hmm. I came over here because I was Ooh. stuck in Concord all afternoon. All day? Yeah, since like 1 o'clock I've been here. It's... I've been stuck here for five years. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like six forty-five for those who <laughs> don't know how long. I, yeah. Anyway, uh, so I went over to the old smoke pit. Okay. And I got what I think is one of the great southern delicacies mm. of, especially North Carolina. I'm assuming I'm assuming it was invented here. Okay. Maybe do, South Carolina. Do tell what is what is it? the barbecue salad? Are you familiar with the barbecue salad? Mm, is it? I, in my head, I'm picturing just a regular lettuce salad with barbecue dumped on top of it. Yep. That's All about right. it. Yeah. Well, the- so salad, yeah. So think like chef salad maybe, with the, but the only meat is like pulled pork. All right. And, I can handle that. Yeah. So this one was, you know, just like iceberg, cucumber, um, cheese, like cucumber bacon, bacon bits. Yeah, so bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it comes with corn, but I left corn off because of the keto. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you, you know, put a bunch of ranch dressing on top of all of it. And- oh. Can you, you can have ranch on keto? I hope so. <laughs> Whoopsie. think so. Yeah. It's, you probably should be making your own, but it's, yeah. Yeah. There's not any sugar or anything in there. It's all, it. it's all fat and fat. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. Perfectly keto. Yeah. Um, guys, if you've been listening to the show any way, shape, or form for the past month and a half, my voice is just, it's just not the same. It's raspy. It's annoying. It doesn't hurt. It just sounds different. And I got to the point, uh, the last episode, where I'm like, I'm done. I'm sick of this. I'm going to Google. And I, I did, quote, uh, why is my voice raspy for months? Okay. Um, so if you have your Google machine, you can do that. Um, so it's either, and, and the WebMD things pop up. You can follow along at home. Why? I just Googled chronic raspy voice. What is a picture? People also ask, can hoarseness be a sign of cancer? Right. How do you fix a raspy voice? What is chronic hoarseness? Mm-hmm. And uh, what causes the naturally raspy voice, which yours is not? No, it's not. <clears throat> so it's either A, laryngitis. I could maybe get behind that. I've got an impaired voice, hoarseness, and sore throat. It's not sore. So there's that. Uh, Acid reflux. Symptoms may include impaired voice, bitter taste, heartburn. Not so much. Uh, The common cold. Symptoms include sneeze, watery eyes, nasal congestion. Not so much. Or laryngeal cancer. Wait, what? What? It's got to be it. Malignant tumor affecting the larynx, which includes the vocal cords and nearby structures of the neck. So <clears throat> my wife says I cannot WebMD myself anymore because that, <laughs> that lands into some things. So, so I'm like trying to get a, 
get a, a, a powerful flashlight at the house. Okay. Uh, tell my wife, look down there. Do you see any tumors? Just use the headlights in your car. Uh, I don't, I don't, they're not powerful <laughs> enough. They, they got to be direct. Uh, she said no, uh, no malignant tumors. Those tumors are no like giant lumps sticking up. Yeah. So I don't know, guys. We're, swollen we, or. We just maybe, maybe stuck with it. Any uh, aspiring doctors out there want to uh, diagnose big and. Yeah. That'd be great. Send us an email. Send your emails to sfpradio at gmail.com. That'd be great. Yeah, we can even have a, maybe do a segment. We have a, like a doctor <laughs> self-diagnosis. Is this going yeah. to be before or after the the meatloaf bake-off? I don't know. We'll see what happens <laughs> first. Yeah. If you're in the market for a high-quality cigar for a very reasonable price, you must check out our friends at Watchman Cigars. Watchman Cigars is a family-owned business that puts the customer first with the best customer service in the business. Watchman Cigars offers the Habano for a full spicy flavor, the Connecticut for a mild, easy-to-smoke option, and the Maduro for a strong, powerful experience. They even do specialty blends and partner with you to provide a custom, exclusive line just for you. Watchman Cigars has all your cigar needs. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Watchman Cigars. 1991, or check out his new website at watchmancigars.com or the sponsor section of our website. Well, let's talk about the old coronavirus. We did a press release uh, today uh, talking about the old coronavirus. Um, it has impacted uh, the show in the fact that producer Brian has brought in some corona for us. Yes, we have officially been affected by corona on the Southern Fraud Philosophy Podcast. I'm just going to go ahead and be affected right now. That is that is not great. It's not, you know, it's okay. Just to be clear, guys, because I'm on the keto diet, mm-hmm. I get the worst beer you can find at the store. Mm-hmm. This is Corona Premier. Ooh, don't, don't, don't. And I don't know what's premier about it, <laughs> but it's not the taste. <laughs> so the can's pretty. Sure. It's a fancy looking can. But it's got 2.6 carbs, just like McUltra. <laughs> Yay. Can I say two things? One, we are evidently smarter than 60% of the population, or 40%, because 40% believe the coronavirus is actually caused by the beer. Yeah, they won't touch it. They won't touch it. Yeah. Two, how much did that case cost you? Ah, it was on sale. <laughs> That's a shock. But actually, all, of, all everything was on sale. Oh, was so it? I got, this is a, I got 12 pack for $13.99. Oh, wow. Yeah. Six pack of you know glass bottles was ten dollars. Wow! And how that's twelve. This for... was fourteen for twelve versus six for ten. Mm. Do the math, kids. Yeah. So the math worked out that I'm going to have a bunch of extra beer at the house now. Oh, you think so? Oh, <laughs> uh, then you know, we could have a long. This is going to be a three hour episode. So you guys, buckle in. <laughs> we have um, a mission. Yeah. So Italy, you're going to hear me bourbon a lot, I guess, on this thing. This is a very effervescent cerveza. <laughs> Are you giving us the breakdown of it? Yeah. All right. Why, go ahead. why not? Go for yeah. Because if you haven't tried this, uh, I want to do it for you. Don't do it yourself. Trust me. <laughs> I, I do, I've burped more in the last like 10 minutes than I have <laughs> in a month. Burp. Right. Um, I feel like someone made lemonade and left out the lemons and the sugar. <laughs> it's the same color. It reminds me a lot. Actually, I drink a lot of like LaCroix. 
Okay. You know? So just because they're fizzy and they make me feel like I'm drinking something uh-huh. when I'm not. And the way I've always described those is like you get like a lime one, uh-huh. you're drinking water, and it's like someone you're drinking something, and someone in the room goes, lime! Uh-huh. And you go, oh, yeah, lime, and that flavor. So okay. this is the same thing, only someone yelled beer in the background. Right, so this say. fizzy water reminds me of beer. Okay. that's That would be the flavor profile for right. this. Would, would you agree with that? Yeah, it's like you're having a, a, a fuzzy water, Yeah, and then you're like, mm. Maybe I'll add. I wish it was a beer. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we add a couple drops, it'll taste like it. This is like uh, third world countries beer. Yeah. Where they're just like, we're just going to pour a little bit of water or a little bit of beer in this water and we'll call it a day. Yeah. And charge you the same price. Um, right. Or, you know, it has a, a very, almost like an agave feel going on. Wow. Like a, Whoa. a very watered down margarita with, again, no sugar. It's not sweet at all. <laughs> Um, I feel like you're wanting to put sugar in it. I want to put lime in it. That's what I really want. Put the lime in the I really Corona? Do, I mean, which is drink. I mean, that's what Corona's made for. It's, 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 it's oh, that's scurvy, right. right? Or something. <laughs> for scurvy? Yeah. Yeah. The lime in the Corona, you nut. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, speaking of the Corona, have you have you been impacted at all? Has, has, has your company... Anybody put out a press release about it? Well, I did say, yeah, this afternoon uh, or this morning, I forget when I texted you, uh, Microsoft sent me an email because I'm, I'm a Microsoft partner. But uh, Okay. And basically it said, we expect n- no impact in our services from the coronavirus. Oh. <laughs> like, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Then on Instagram this afternoon, which this made me laugh, my barber t- retweeted another barber or re-grammed or uh-huh. What do you call that on the? What is that? They uh, re re pictured a message that basically said, "If you're sick, just reschedule. We're not going to penalize you for that. Don't come in here if oh. you're sick." That's what basically what it said. Because oh. they just, everybody's paranoid. Everybody's paranoid. everybody. Everybody. Well, you know who else is paranoid? Italy. Uh, the coronavirus death toll hits. 107 just weeks after the first case in the country, which by the way, 107 people, that's, that's quite a lot. That feels like a lot for something like this. All schools and your universities and sporting venues are locked down and authorities, put a ban on kissing. Uh, Italy, Italy, you know, wow. they're, you know how they're a romantic people. They, <laughs> Right, they're like that Mediterranean Europe. Like that's what everyone walks around making out all the time. That's Italy and France. Picture Italy, right? Everyone's like tan and looks good, Uh and they eat spaghetti and make out. That's it, you know. (laughs) Well, they are very friendly. I'll I'll give you that. Uh, You know, you know, they give you the kisses on the cheek. Hey, right. da Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baba Yeah, Kadali. Yeah, uh, they they closed all their schools, universities to prepare for emergency measures on Wednesday to try to slow down the spread of the coronavirus in Europe's worst hit country as the death toll and the number of cases jumped. Um, it went from twenty eight people died to one hundred and seven, which I'll give you that's that's quite a lot. The prime minister released a decree uh, this past afternoon, which told the public and the nation that they are 
refraining from the traditional Italian Greek of kissing each other on the cheek. I've heard later that they're now going to like foot taps instead of kissing. But like just like tap dabs, like fist bump. No, but on you, your feet. But use your foot instead. Yeah. 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 Huh. Okay, so these pictures on this article, mm-hmm. again, in the show notes, are kind of terrifying. Sure. I mean, this looks like bad movie zombie these apocalypse. Guys, so you picture a a sports arena. Yep. Um, people in hazmat suits spraying down with, I guess, Lysol. That's a lot of Lysol. By the way, have, has anybody looked into Lysol to see if they, in fact, are the ones that created this. Yeah, they, absolutely, right? It's them or Purell. It even says on the can, coronavirus. They knew this was coming. <laughs> they knew it. It's a yellow can, just like the Corona can. Uh-huh. Dun, dun, anyway. dun. The, the second picture here looks like E.T. Like, Oh, yeah. When they take E.T. into the <laughs> right medical tent or whatever they're doing. I forget <laughs> what they're doing. There's somebody on a, what are those things called? Stretcher? Uh, yeah, a stretcher in Gurney. plastic bubble wrap around them. Yeah, it's got like the armholes you can like, <laughs> the glove is built into the armhole thing. So, yeah, this that's uh, pretty intense. intense right there. Yeah, man. Um, the we'll third have, picture is two people like kissing. You're right, because they just ate meatballs. Because <laughs> they're Italian. Spaghetti, and they, they kiss a lot. Uh, we'll have that, that picture on our show notes. So if you want to look at it, you can yourself. Yeah, so <clears throat> I guess they, they, they've closed down cinemas. In theaters, uh, saying, "Hey, uh, we're not getting, we're not, we're not all congregating now at this point." And really, isn't that what the terrorists want? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, so anyway, so what are the numbers? Like, the, do we know what the real numbers like worldwide or even? Well, I heard the death toll now, percentage-wise, has now moved to three percent. Three percent of infected of people. Infected people are now dying. It's, it's rising. And is there, okay. And is there any other like, demographics? I'm going to get some more of the Corona. Okay. Like, I'm curious to what the other demographics are. Are there these children? Are these elderly? Are these from what I, from healthy what I've heard, young Italian studs or something? Like, it's not. It's, uh, they actually, ironically, the kids are the carriers. They don't get sick. Huh. It's the older kid, the older people. That are dying. So in in uh, one place, there were twelve people um, that that died, but they were all old people in the same old nursing home, the old folks' home. Okay. So it's spreading to old people and killing those folks, but the younger kids and the the healthy folks, they're doing all right. They're just saying it's a common cold. It's a little mm. worse than a common. Define old. Like in the in the fifties and up. 50s. Okay. All right. I'm feeling better. So we're we're okay. Okay. Now, my dad, I love you, Pop. Yeah. So, Stay home. <laughs> this reminds me. My, uh, so I, you know, I drive for Lyft every now and then. Right. The and I want to ask you about that. So I forget. I think it was Monday morning. My mom texted my wife and said, Oh, sure. How every good story starts. Yeah. Not me. No one talks to me. No. <laughs> no. no one texts me. I don't know nothing. All right. So. My mom texted my wife and said, make sure Brian doesn't bring home the coronavirus from the airport. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Are you picking that up? Yeah. I mean, got first new, of all, you have to flight? intentionally go to the airport first to get a ride to the airport. Sure. 
<laughs> are you going to the airport? You pick people up from. The I airport? drop off at the airport all the time, oh, but you don't pick up. I, don't, I, I mean, That's you smart. have to, to you have to go intentionally wait in a very long line. Oh, for the pickup. Yeah, yeah. And I only go there if I really have to go to the bathroom. There's a <laughs> porta potty. <laughs> There's a porta potty there. Yeah, in the parking lot. Because you can leave, I can leave the app on because I know it's gonna be ten, fifteen minutes or hours. Mm, good lord. Yeah. No. Take a break. Stay on the clock. Sure. Um, but for Lyft, I saw the news. Lyft drivers are encouraged to spray down yeah. with the license. Well, I got a, a message or an email. It basically said, "Wash your hands." But that's it's, not, it's, that's yeah. all I said was like just use hand sanitizer, wash your hands. That, that was it didn't say sterilize your car huh. or wear masks or yeah because the masks anything. aren't really going to do anything right it's it's i don't know transmitted by droplets droplets like saliva or mucus right or, and it could be like the droplets can land on surfaces surfaces as the oh yes say. um and then you pick that up by touching surfaces and and touching your mouth and whatnot. I'm drinking a surfaces right now. Ah, I see what you did there. Um, so anyway, I don't. I don't. People are stocking up like crazy with the masks and the yeah, and well, the things. Well, speaking of stocking up, uh-huh. what is Australia? The toilet paper. Wait, what? Have you heard about this? No. Like the whole country is buying all the toilet paper. <laughs> By like like all, all the, to- the world supply. The they're buying all their toilet paper for sure. Okay. Like if you go through, I was going through Reddit earlier, and there's at least six articles about toilet paper shortages. What? Yeah. Oh, because there's no trees. I don't know. If, is that because they all burned out? Well, everyone's freaking out because of the coronavirus. I oh. think they won't have of all the things you think you won't have. <laughs> toilet paper. And from my understanding, the symptoms of coronavirus. Oh. They have nothing to do no. with things you use toilet paper for. Right. Except, let me blow in your nose. Why don't they just go hog wild on buying bidets? That'd be just better. Garden hose. You know, they buy bidets. When I was in India, they had the, the little Oh yeah. Rocket butt rocket in there, yeah. you know. How was that? That's probably not. I didn't ever use it. <clears throat> I figured you just use your left hand like you're supposed to, right? He's right. Oops. <laughs> but like there's a clean hand and a dirty hand in India, right? Oh yeah, no, okay. I did, you, the shaking of the hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, okay. Yeah, you no. You literally, use your left hand. <laughs> I well, because I was using toilet paper. Okay. Oh. Uh, but like, I am not coordinated enough to use the sprayer. Like, there's, I would have it all over me. <laughs> like, it would be a bad thing. But I have thought about why not go to a bidet. Like, that's a whole lot easier. Yeah, that would probably save some the world or something. Be, right? It would save a lot of money. Name number one. Oh, well, it yeah. would save a lot of money in toilet paper. Zero. Your sure, your toilet yeah. paper budget now is gone from, you know, couple hundred to several okay. hundred to zero. Here's a logistical question. All right. Do you need like a towel or something after that? I like, mean, you need something to dry off, right? Maybe use the toilet paper just to do a little. Dab. I think you would use less sheets, I guess. Oh, one hundred percent. If I if then I you need really thick toilet paper because the thin stuff is just going to stick to your butt. I only use the thick anyway. I'm just saying, when you're in a third world country in a public restroom. You no, I'm to... saying for my own home. Oh. here in Concord, quadruple ply. I think yeah. No, I'm using like a bath towel, man. Using like, like uh, oven mitt or something, right? You're right. Should I go to the bidet? 
Would that would that be a better option? Hmm. Uh, yeah, sounds like uh, very possible. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna well, go look that up on Lowe's. Maybe. Yeah, they, I'm sure there's a plumber that can put that in for you. Yeah, Kurt, our oh, resident, Kurt, yeah. resident resident plumber. Um. <clears throat> all right. Well, that was fun. Let's go to some wacky news brought to you by 1812 Barbecue. <laughs> We're not even there yet. We're not even there. <laughs> if you need a fantastic caterer, or if you just want some amazing barbecue, check out our friends at 1812 Barbecue. They are cooking up some fantastic brisket. You don't get that much here in North Carolina. You don't get good brisket in North Carolina. It's It's hard hard. to find good. You can find brisket. Not good brisket. Good brisket. This guy makes good brisket. And those sides. Those sides. We need to have him back on just so we can have the sides. I haven't had the brisket yet. Good, buddy. I mean. It's good. You could get. We need to renew a contract or something. (laughs) Brisket might need to be involved. Um, Well, um, if if we get that in some of those sides, hey buddy, his coleslaw is good. Like I like coleslaw, but it's got to be really specific coleslaw. But his is really well. Yeah, good you coleslaw. can coleslaw can be. I mean, there's good. There's coleslaw. And there's good coleslaw. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of coleslaw, Florida man nude and covered in mud arrested for biting police dog. <laughs> Donald Watts, 38, was arrested in High Springs. Well, that's ironic. After police apprehended him rolling naked in a muddy ditch and making bird noises. <laughs> Action News Jacksonville reported that the police were called to Southeast Broadley Terrace with reports of Watts. He was high, was high on methamphetamines. Oh. It's shocker. And acted erratically. While police were on the scene, a second 911 call was placed by a homeowner who said that person was in his yard with a flashlight. Now, here's the scene. Deputies went to the complainant's home where they spotted a flashlight being turned on and off and heard unusual noises. They investigated further and found Watts in the ditch, completely nude, pacing back and forth and making sounds with his mouth. <laughs> when approached by police, Watts attempted to escape, hiding under the porch of a mobile home. Nailed it. After a brief standoff, he left his hiding place and engaged with police, punching one of the deputies several times, according to the reports. He's not done yet. Two deputies used stun guns on Watts to no effect. They called for backup, and they were soon joined by six other deputies as well as Casper, the canine officer. The group tackled Watts to a nearby woods. When he saw Casper, the nude man got down on his hands and knees and began acting like a dog. Casper's handler then gave the command to bring the suspect down. When the dog engaged Watts, he grabbed the animal's head, bit his ear, and wrestled him to the ground. Evidently, this was also Mike Tyson. Yeah. Enraged, the, the dog worked his way free and bit Watts' head. He's now being taken into custody. Watts, not the dog. Wow. Yeah, here's how you know this guy was not in his right mind. Okay, at what point in the here's story? The part, here's the thing that really stood out to me. <laughs> He's naked, and he hid under a porch in a trailer park. <laughs> That's got to be like the most unsafe place to be. Especially when the tornado's coming. The tornado... Naked in the mud, like you're gonna get tetanus under there, man. Oh, one hundred percent, right? The fact that he's out there with, with the flashlight 
<laughs> on, off, on, off. <laughs> <laughs> Give like a strobe flashlight, you know? Maybe that's He's having a little rave out there, naked in the mud. <laughs> Could you imagine what it would be like coming out, coming out to your back porch, you know, sipping on some coffee, have your robe on, getting ready to read the paper? Here. I want to know where their body cams being used by oh, police man. officers. Can we get would, can we get this? I or would love this. What, what was that police show? Is it just nine one one or uh, uh, no? What is cops? It? Cops? No, but there's a new one. Live oh. PD. Oh, it's a new one. Okay, but like back in the day, you know, cops would just that show. I'd watch it. I don't know how why I watched it, but I did some. Why not? And uh, yeah, you know, just random situations. But this needs to be on television. Have you not seen Live PD? Dude, that's the only reason why I started getting Hulu is because of Live PD. Huh. It, I, I mean, I watch television. Probably, it's, but. but it's cops, but it's live. It, oh, it's not edited? No. It's oh. like, here we go. We've got, they've got like, hit it. There you go. Uh, he, they've got like 16 different uh, counties around the country. And they, they film them live. And then, hey, boop, boop. Lights come on. We're huh. going to camera number 17. You know, like, here we go. And then they follow them around. Huh. Dude, and it comes on. I'm not kidding. Nine o'clock, to, and it goes off at midnight. It's three hours of live TV. And you're just like, oh, no. What's oh. what's going to go happen here? Huh. That sounds. Oh, yeah. That's, like, perfect for those people that are, like, listening to police scanners all the time. <laughs> Dude, it is fantastic. Wow. I love that show. Um, all right. So, speaking of. Uh, weird things. Uh, a Massachusetts man, dad named Nate Roman, 44, bizarre, bizarre, bleh. let me start over on that one. Massachusetts dad, Nate Roman, 44, shared his bizarre experience on Facebook, describing while he was at work, a stranger entered his home, and instead of stealing or destroying anything, Whoever this mysterious intruder was cleaned his house, tidied every room right down to scrubbing the toilets, and get this, leaving toilet paper roses. What? What? Look at this. <laughs> look at this beautiful rose on the toilet paper. How do, you, do they do that? I didn't know you could do that. That's magic. That is some voodoo magic right there. How in the world? That's not the cheap toilet paper either. Oh, That's no. like some, that looks like it's cottonell to me. I don't know how in the world to do that. Again, that, that picture will be on our show notes. Mr. Roman found the experience to be creepy AF, as quote, end quote, and theorizes that the local cleaning service may have gotten his address wrong, and because he didn't arm his home alarm, and he may have forgotten to lock the back door, the services would have been the service would have been able to enter and not realize their mistake. So do you think this is something that happens all the time? Like well, with him. Like, does he always leave his stuff in? Like, or is this the perfect storm? Well, now this is the time to go rob him, right? Yeah. Like, he, he's just going to forget to lock his back door again. Oh. Um, there are people say that this happens more often than you realize. <clears throat> if the previous owners of had a cleaning company and you didn't change the locks, their old cleaning service still has the set of keys, and they could have moved and never informed the cleaning company. Um, it's a human that creates the schedules for the crew and humans make mistakes. The cleaning company that I have, uh, used did this to me once as well. Someone said, there you go. That's crazy. Like, I'm not sure if I believe that. I think there's some like psycho OCD 
house could. cleaner running around like fixing people's houses. I mean, look, that's a could, much better story. You could show picture. He took pictures of like. Well, here's the thing that's sketchy, right? He took pictures of before, like this is his kid's room. Yeah, there's there's stuff on it, and then he takes a picture after it. He just happened to have that same angle. That's why is he taking pictures of his kid's dirty room? Beforehand? And it's the picture. It. I mean, is that from? Like a inside camera in the house or something doesn't look like, like it. A, like a baby. I see what you're saying, but then you would think that they yeah. would be able to pick up That's who. Suspicious. Who it was. This is it is suspicious, right? Mm, I think I call it. shenanigans. Ah, we're gonna have to fact check that one. The 1812 barbecue story started over 20 years ago when Eric and his dad started entering local barbecue competitions for fun. During that time, Eric, a United States Marine, has traveled all over the world picking up flavors and techniques that today is the unique flavor of the award-winning 1812 barbecue. He has honed his craft to bring you fall-off-the-bone pulled pork, mouth-watering ribs, and finely crafted beef brisket. Eric has developed his own amazing dry rub and delicious barbecue sauce. And let's not forget the sides, coleslaw, smoked Gouda mac and cheese, cowboy baked beans, and to top it all off, banana pudding and pecan pie for dessert. Getting hungry yet? Good. Call or email Eric at 1812-BARBECUE, and he can make your next catered meal happen. Wedding and graduation parties, family reunions, and other events will be memorable with 1812-BARBECUE. Want to try your own hand at smoking meats? Pick up your own 1812 dry rub and start the journey for yourself. Shipping all over the world, connect with Eric on his Facebook page, Instagram at 1812-BARBECUE, or call 704 604 5148 or email eric at eric.line at 1812barbecue.com and he'll be glad to help any way he can. No, I just thought that those were kind of weird. Yeah, those were funny. Did you have any? Uh, uh, let me, uh, actually, I had a couple of, uh, I just saw some funny headlines here. Okay. And if you want to dig into any of them as I read them, we can go, we'll just do it live. We're just going to be free here to see. Um, Oh, what am I can't find the link again. Uh, it said woman after like two years of taking care of this potted plant, mm-hmm. she f- finds out that it's fake. <laughs> like she'd been like, was obsessed over this, uh, succulent plant or something like watered all the of time. W- wouldn't succulent. let anyone else like touch it. Then she went to go repot it in a different pot and she pulled it out and it's styrofoam with like some sand glued underneath where the leaves oh, are. No. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's, oh, I mean, that's some. horrible. Uh, you, yeah. you, you want something so bad to survive. Does anything at your house survive? Do you plant Plants, stuff? we don't do. So, yeah, plants, we're not really. I'd like to think if I had the time, I could be pretty good at it. Hell, if I had the time, I would be pretty good at anything. Well, yeah. So we've had good luck with, like, herbs a couple of times. Okay. Uh for a couple of years, I had like a raised bed garden in the back. Ooh. Um, it, it was a dirt box. Okay. We planted a few things a couple of times. I spent <laughs> a lot of time on that. I mean, I built it myself, which uh-huh. was a bad start because I'm not good at that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, and it, when, it, when it started to kind of fall apart, I was like, we're done with this. Nothing has successfully grown. Mm-hmm. Like we did it with the kids. They were going to plant something, see if it grows. I tried carrots. One year, I did like a banana pepper plant. Okay. I got one pepper off of it. See, uh, I did carrots, and that didn't like nothing happened. Like a mm-hmm. year later, I pulled 
the biggest carrot I've ever seen in my life, like the size of this water bottle. Whoa. Like a big camel back in front of me here. Uh, it was t- terrible. I shouldn't eat it. But, wow. Uh, it was massive. Like, <laughs> digging around, like, oh, this is the biggest carrot. Right. It was just it was just there growing forever and ever and ever. But, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of plants. So we, we tried to do uh, a raised bed type thing. It wasn't off the ground. It was <clears throat> uh, just, I guess, a regular bed. And, you know, we got it like we like it. We built it. We got it. You know, we bought the dirt to get it in there. Bought the seeds, you know, the, the little plant things. We got that. Bought the um, the chicken wire that goes around said plant uh, box to keep the bu- the bunnies out. Um, we were planting peppers, zucchinis, whatnot. Here's where we went wrong. <clears throat> Uh, we put it up on the hill. This is at our old house. We put it up on the hill and we had to water it. And so I was like, well, I'm going to put it on a timer, you know, set it up like I like it. Well, the timer breaks. It doesn't work. So now I have to just water the whole yard and then hope that that normal, you know, the watering of the yard gets the the garden, the bed. And so, I mean, we're watering and watering and watering and bro, I'm not kidding you. It, the water bill of our house was so high oh, yeah. to keep the grass, but more importantly, the vegetable garden going. It was, and we got just a few zucchinis. When I did the math, it cost us fifty-seven dollars for one zucchini. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not doing this again. Do you know how many zucchini you can buy at the farmers for $57. market? Fifty-seven dollars, yeah. right? I was like, no, we are done with this thing. It's a lot of zoodles. Because because the wife was like, oh, that'd be cute if we everything. The reason why we're at our house is because, quote, wouldn't that be cute? Uh, that's never a justification for anything. Yeah. Well, I'm learning now. So here's a couple of yep. just random headlines for you. Um, Australian paper prints blank pages to help tackle toilet paper shortage. So does it say why there's a toilet paper shortage? I think it's the trees. If I were to guesstimate. Because, because of the fires. The fires burnt down the trees. Therefore, no more toilet paper. See what's that's just my this is CNN. So this is serious. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway, uh, we'll get to the reason in a second. But this essentially and better when it's cold. And uh, oh, absolutely. Um. This newspaper has an eight-page special lift out in the middle of their newspaper to be specifically used for striking paper well that's what i was going to say could the new could the newspaper not be used as toilet paper i, I guess, guess it'd be hard to there's a blank i guess maybe the print i mean you might have like black smears yeah. in the middle of your other smears nothing new there it's it's not a surprise that there's stains in, in my my unders see australians are buying so much toilet paper that some super, supermarkets have been left with empty shelves and kleenex has told customers not to panic Australia's largest supermarket announced Wednesday that it will be limiting customers to four packs of toilet roll, four packs of toilet roll per transaction, both in store and online. The, she says, why. "Well, this is the response to higher than usual demand." Australia's chief medical officer has also urged people not to panic buy. I think it's coronavirus. Yeah. Meanwhile. What? Americans across the country have been stocking up on hand sanitizer. It's, it's all coronavirus stuff. 
Here we're doing hand sanitizer, cleaning wipes, Which makes toilet sense. paper. Why? So I don't understand. So the symptoms, I looked up the symptoms because okay. I needed to know this. Sure. Um, are, oh, where'd it go? It was basically uh, cough. Mm-hmm. Sneezing. It was something like, like that, but in like fever. It's like I have, it's like the flu or a cold. Yeah, yeah it's just a cough. I have, oh, it was, uh, <laughs> I was thinking, the reason I was thinking, I have half of these symptoms all the time. Right. Sure. Um, shortness of breath. Check. <laughs> coughing <Okay>. or like <clears throat> clear your throat mm-hmm. and then fever. Let me put those in WebMD and see what happens. Yeah. What could it be? What other, if it's not this, Go to the hospital immediately. You're having a heart attack. <clears throat> WebMD says. <laughs> Thanks, WebMD. We got to go. We'll be right back. Um, yeah. Wow. Toilet paper. But none of that has to do with, what are they going to do with it? Like wrap it around themselves? It, I, I have no idea what the point of that. Of all oh. the emergency supplies you need. Hey, Australia, you're, you're, whoever's like leading your your information they're whoever's, not doing a good job. Whoever's leading your mass hysteria. Right. I mean. It's giving you the wrong information. What if they're making fun of us and they think that, that why are they putting all this hand sanitizer? It comes out your butt. What if they're making fun of us? Yeah. Silly Aussies. All right. Uh, Say Yes to Crack Night kicks off Jumbo Ooh. Shrimp's 2020 promotional ske- schedule. Oh. I think this is Florida. Uh, of course. Let's see, uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Of course. They have the best. Le- this is a baseball. Okay, hold on. Oh, is this the, the baseball team? Yeah. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Yep. Will be saluting chiropractors and plumbers with its Say Yes to Crack Night. Ah, that Oh, s- yeah. I don't have my sound. Clickbait. Yep. Got me. Say Yes to Crack. Jumbo. All those are. Hong Kong warns residents not to kiss pets after the dog contracts the coronavirus. Animals can get it? I thought that's how it started, remember? Oh, that's right. The monkey, monkey bums. Yeah. And bat soup. Yeah, don't just get rid of your pets. How's that? Are you, are you saying get rid of all your pets? Yeah, they're apparently the problem. I thought I'm not I'm not trying to be mean, but I thought they ate the dogs. Uh that's becoming illegal in some places too, apparently. How about it? What's that? Um uh, one more. Send your emails to Mojo at SFP <laughs> Radio. Uh, where'd it go? Uh, oh, here's an uh, Australian toilet paper truck catches fire. Oh, Lord. T- t- tizzy, yep. Yeah. And then the, oh, did you see it's uh, now, very soon it's going to be legal for unmarried couples in Virginia to have hello time. It's going to be illegal? It's going to be legal. It's been illegal Wait, until what? now. Yeah. It's for lovers. Uh, apparently... How is DC going to function? I, yeah, I don't know. That's, or how is DC functioning now? Like, if it's illegal, I guess it's not being enforced very. Yeah, yeah, certainly not. It's just, it's one of those weird states that have those weird laws. Like, you're not allowed to bring a horse into a, a supermarket. Yeah, there's like one of those. Like, I think like downtown Mooresville, <laughs> you can't drive an automobile into uptown or into downtown on Mondays. <laughs> what? Because of the horses, they might scare the horses. Oh, wow. Well, that that was the that? reason, like a 1905 law or 1910, whatever. <laughs> to bring that on Monday, well, why don't you? All right, so let's go to some hot topics brought to you by Hook, Line, and Heroes. Uh, 501c3 that's providing an amazing trip for our veterans. 
uh, as they go out on the water and they learn about a relationship with God. Check out our friends at Hook, Line, and Heroes, hooklineandheroes.com. All right, guys, um, it's official. The bee has been declared the most important living living beings, Being. beings on the planet. The yeah. bee. Yeah. Yeah, that's like because of the pollen and the pollen. <laughs> I would every time I hear bees, I think of that Chris Farley clip of Tommy Boy. Oh, they're running around because <laughs> they're they've had a little bit too much alcohol to consume. And they're, and they're about to get pulled over. Yep, they're getting pulled over by the cops. They get oh, out. What do I do? Oh, yeah, yes, that's remember such that a great movie. Oh, so I need good. To watch that again. Uh, at the meeting of the Royal Geographic <laughs> Society of London, Earthwatch Institute declared bees as the most invaluable species on the planet, as reported by The Guardian in 2008. And along with it comes with this disturbing piece of news. If the bees were to disappear today, mankind would follow suit very soon. Scientists and well, wildlife experts have added bees to the list of species that are doomed to extinction in the near future, if humanity does not do something about its most beneficial insects, the loss of bees will be disastrous for mankind as they are irreplaceable. Um, the relationship, relation between bees and flowering plants is one of the most extensive, harmonious, and interdependent cooperation in the planet. It spawned, um, the relationship spawned over a period of nearly 100 million years, which I'm going to disagree with. Uh, led to a rich diversity of species and promoted elevation of the human species on the planet. 75% of the food crops produce uh, seeds and fruits, which we consumed, are partially pollinated by the bees. So 75% of our food crops could go, go away. The decline of the bee population would adversely affect major crops like coffee, cocoa, almonds, tomatoes, and apples, just to name a few. Um, so, and also not to mention honey. Amazing. I think he was one of my favorite comedians. Ever. By far. By far. Uh, We've uh, missed like physical uh, comedy. Anymore. Oh, there's nothing like that. It's, it's hard. It's so hard to find good physical comedy. I think you'd get like get sued or something for doing that yourself. You know? <laughs> you know? Well, there's legal contracts and, and things like that. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, bees contribute more than I think people realize. Sure. To trees. All like lots of, they're very important to the uh, ecosystem. Yep. And they make honey. And who doesn't like honey? I know who does. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. He loves him some honey. I love me some honey, too, but that's not keto. <laughs> uh, the the monetized value of the global crops that are directly dependent on bees 
is in the region of 235 billion to 577 billion dollars every year. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Yep. Good gracious. Wow. So bees. Listen, guys. Be nice to the bees. Yep. See what I did there? It's, I mean, it's about like pesticides and stuff. Like, I guess your people use things to that it would harm the natural cycles and stuff. You know who I don't like though? Wasps, yellow jackets, hornets. Yeah. All yeah, they they do nothing. No, nope. kill those. Get rid of them all. We're good on that. Yeah. <clears throat> I hate bees or hornets. Um, Producer Brian, you sent an article <laughs> about secondhand smoke. Uh, no, thirdhand, thirdhand smoke. Because apparently, smoke secondhand smoke wasn't bad enough. No. So now we've got thirdhand smoke, which essentially means the smoke on your clothes mm-hmm. can like be absorbed or get into the air. It is worse for you, or like the chemicals are. I read the article, and it somebody that yeah. smokes hangs out with somebody who doesn't smoke. You're both that, dead. That person who doesn't smoke goes to the movie theater, watches a movie. Sure, you sit down in the same seat. Yeah, now you're gonna die. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, because the and the toxicity is higher. Or something like Between that. Between one and ten cigarettes, if you watched a movie and sat in the same seat that they did. Yeah. So this is a, a new study out of Yale University says third-hand smoke, the tobacco contaminants that adhere to walls, bedding, carpet, and other surfaces until a room smells like an ashtray, can actually cling to a smoker's body and clothes as well. Those potentially toxic chemicals, including nicotine can then be released into environments where smoking has never occurred, like your movie theater, according to the study. Um, even more disturbing, the study finds found these chemicals' exposure levels could be the equivalent of between 1 and 10 cigarettes by the end of the movie. I mean, just might go ahead and slide up. Um, yeah, let's just get rid of the no smoking signs. Let me ask you a question. I mean, 1 in 10 cigarettes... I mean, why, what, why, the smoker's probably just going to have one cigarette. You, I mean, that can't be right. How is that? Yeah. Was the toxicity from the, the smoke that wasn't filtered, I guess, if you're using a filtered cigarette, which most people do, like gets in your clothes and then that clothes absorbs into the chair sure. and then that chair re like you get it back in your clothes and it goes into your skin but it can't be the same if it's one cigarette. Like if if I have one, which I'm, I haven't smoked cigarettes. If I have one cigarette and I go to the movie theater and I sit down, the person that sits next to me isn't going to have the same amount as I just had. That made no sense. Yeah, I don't, I mean, please, uh, if you believe anything from Yale. Yale. I mean, come on. The only thing I give you is your locks, sir. You have quality locks at your house from Yale. Oh, that's all I, was, I can I, give you. I kept thinking about smoked salmon. I was like, what? Have- what? Oh. <laughs> salmon and lock. What is lock? What is that? Locks of smoked salmon, like thinly sliced smoked oh. salmon. Why don't they just say thinly sliced smoked salmon? Because who wants to eat that on a bagel? It's better than locks. I'm, I'm thinking I'm trying to get into my I don't house. know what the origin of that word is. That's, uh, I'll, uh, I'll find out for next week, guys. 
Hook, Line, and Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit based in Charlotte, North Carolina, founded in 2017 to show God's love and appreciation for our disabled and PTS military veterans. They provide professionally guided fishing trips to nominated veterans at no cost to the veteran. Hook, Line, and Heroes has provided over 30-plus trips around the Carolinas since their founding, from red fishing down in Charleston to striper fishing on Lake Norman, and even offshore fishing down in Florida. Each trip is a one-on-one experience with a member of the organization aiming to provide a day of fun and relaxation on the water and begin a lifelong relationship with them. Each veteran leaves the day with a fully stocked tackle box, rod and reel, apparel, a Bible, and a daily devotion to kick to kickstart their new hobby and build their relationship with God. Please take the time to visit their website at hooklineandheroes.org to hear and learn more about them. You can help in many ways by nominating a veteran you know through their website, join their monthly giving program, Healing Heroes, or send a one-time personal or corporate donation. You'll also be happy to hear that they are completely volunteer-run and nearly 100% of your donations goes directly towards providing trips for the veterans. Be sure to follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn to see their veteran stories and to show your support. All right, so um, Bojangles here in Charlotte, they're in some <laughs> trouble. Um, they run out of biscuits? <laughs> you would think. Um, no, there was a Trump rally here in Charlotte. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw that. But the, an hour before they were going to close, the Bojangles, like, their their time to close. I'm just guessing, like, 9 o'clock, whatever. Um, at 8 o'clock, that was right. they decided they're going to shut their doors to the restaurant Closest to uh, the Donald Trump rally. That, uh, it wasn't the one at, it was Bojangles, at the Bojangles Coliseum. Coliseum. <laughs> yes. Right. Close to it. They, okay. they locked it up. So this wasn't like the Bojangles inside the Coliseum. No. Right? Okay. No, this was the one closest to it. Hmm. Or an independent somewhere. Yep. So they locked their doors and said, mm, sorry, no Trump supporters in here. Oh. Yeah. They said that? They said that. Oh, no. Well, and then another Bojangles put up a sign that said, "If there, you cannot wear a Trump hat or a shirt into the, into the Bojangles. What? Or you have to leave. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can't do that. Well, both <laughs> of the managers... Uh, got fired for for allowing that to happen. Yeah, this, these are two independent, like independently two different ones. Yep, one was uh, after the Trump rally, which I can almost understand that if it's like eight o'clock and you think there's going to be an influx of people who really want a chicken biscuit. Who really want? I mean, these are Trump supporters. Of course, they're going to want chicken biscuits. Uh, That's so, their number one clientele. One hundred percent. So, like, if you want to go home early, chicken biscuits. No, they don't. They eat kale biscuits. Yeah, or like, uh, what was that? But I, I could maybe understand that one if you think there's going to be a big rush. I'm just going to close up, whatever. You just didn't want to work. But the one that put the sign up that said you can't wear that, you can't do that. Freedom of well, speech, my friend. Yeah, that's uh, that is exactly freedom of speech, and that's like it's just it's not even a batch the hat. Right? right, I mean, it's not even speech. It'd be different if there was like profanity or something on right, it. Right, one hundred percent. That's. So they started getting some bad press, and then Bojangles said, We apologize for anyone who felt that they were treated in a way that was disrespectful. 
This is not in line on who we are as a business. We serve everyone who wants to purchase any of our items. Brian Little, head of communication, said on the phone on Tuesday. Um, and they're starting to sound like Popeyes. I mean, <laughs> I just thought, what in the world? Do you think, I mean, I wouldn't say that that would be the company policy, of course. Because no. then no, that no, would no. be everyone There's else. no way. Bojangles is from Charlotte, very Southern, mm-hmm. like, that's like the most Southern fast food restaurant I know right, of. Right. And, and with a conservative crowd. No, there's no way. Yeah. That's that's a upset manager who doesn't yeah. want to increase his revenue for the day. Right. That's, that is I a, don't understand. Unless they just didn't want to work. That's the only reason why I would think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Want to cut out close early. Up, want to close up. Yeah. And how many people, it's not like in the end of his speech, he said, all right. It's bow time. <laughs> right? Because. That would be great. Oh, man. We're going to run out of chicken. We better close the doors. Yeah. Or, or so, you know, like yeah. what? Somebody said that and said, uh, and President Trump said, it's bow time. Yeah. I Somebody mean, gets on their phone and be like, you better close this now. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to hit some hysteria. Man. Oh, I just thought, oh, my goodness, Bojangles. I love Bojangles. And we've talked about it on the show. Their biscuits are phenomenal. Their your breakfast items are fantastic. Chicken, eh. but um, I, like chicken. I mean it's good, but it's not the best I've had. Their biscuits though well, are on point. Not the best. It's good. Depends on what you compare it to, I suppose. Mm. It's not homemade. Okay, sure. That's a different ball game. Yeah. Um, but man, I just they're getting some bad press. I just thought that was interesting. Well, you know, speaking of Bojangles, I think did you post the. On the Instagram today, the the Brady. biscuits yep. versus Bojangles biscuits versus Chick Fil A biscuits. Yep. So we've had our friend um, some more of that effervescence. Right. Uh, he runs the Twitter account biscuits underscore 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 and underscore 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 gravy, um, and he put up a poll that had Chick Fil A biscuits versus. They did a bracket like we do: Chick Fil A yep. biscuits versus Bojangles biscuits. So that's where we're at. Yeah. So, and that, I mean, I have all kinds of thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First of all, the account, I guess, is, it says he's from Ohio. He is. Yep. He's so been on may, the show. And maybe, it, so you, okay, I've never met the guy, but he's from Ohio. He likes biscuits and gravy. You're right. Is there Bojangles in Ohio? Um, No, he's setting this out as a Twitter poll. Okay. Um, nationwide. Nationwide to see who, who likes it. Now, I do know that there are Bojangles in Kentucky, okay. which they're probably making as, their way As there up. should be. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, their, their biggest competition is, of course, KFC. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're kind of just making their way up. But I think that they're, they're at least close by. It's a ludicrous, like, these people ain't right if they think Chick-fil-A biscuit is better than a Bojangles. Right. So Any I, day of the week. I posted out the link, and right now, at least at the time where I, I took the screenshot, uh, KFC had 53% of the vote, while Bojangles had 47, I think it was. Yeah, Tomorrow has it been night. updated recently? Or I don't know. We can, uh, or was that a screenshot? I don't know. I, it was a screenshot, but it wasn't over at that point. I, I, I was That upset me. I just want to say that. Sure. No, which it should. Yeah, and that's like, to me, that's like there's a divide between cornbread, proper cornbread, and sweet cornbread. Do... I they, do like the sweet. You like the sweet. I, I, knew, I knew you were going to say you that. You know I would. 
You I, know. Knew, I knew you were going to say that. <sighs> okay. Well, thanks for tuning in. I mean, um, <laughs> it depends on what I'm having I, it with. I quit, yeah. Yeah. I can't do the sweet cornbread. Ever. Like Jiffy yeah, Mix. I just can't know. Well, I have a recipe that uses that, but I don't call it cornbread. It's a, it's a topping for like a meat okay. and bean thing. Yeah, yeah. No, it goes well, but if I'm eating cornbread, that, I, that's got to suck all the moisture out of my mouth. Like, got to be salty and buttery and delicious. And I can't eat it anymore. And now I'm really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to look here right now. So he's got Carl's Jr. at 55%. Just Hardee's. Popeye, yeah. Popeye's at uh, 45. So 55, 45. They don't have good biscuits either. Ooh. Like Popeye's biscuits. Um, McDonald's, I actually don't mind. Hardee's, I don't mind. Bojangles, right. of course, my I like, favorite. I like, I like Popeye's. Here it is. So Chick-fil-A, 54% of the vote. Bojangles, 46. Heresy. Absolute heresy. Is it like the biscuit or is it like the chicken biscuit? It's just the biscuit. Or biscuits and gravy. They don't have biscuits and gravy, no, right? He's just, the biscuit. just talking about the biscuit. We need to do a biscuit. Have we done a biscuit showdown? Yeah, I have not. Mm. We need to do our own bracket. I think, well, we, just, we, need to, we need to settle this. Oh, by far. Listen, the it's, authority. It's not even a, who's going to be an authority on biscuits, biscuits more than us, right? Right. Uh, and Chick-fil-A, they're so horrible. They are absolutely horrible. They just dry. They crumble. They're not great. Yeah, they don't they're awful. stand up at all. No. I, you know, and I have said, I will stand back by this a little bit. I'll barely stand by this. The bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, I like. At Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yes. Hmm. Well, uh, now we've got a new contender. Is Wendy's. Yeah, I can't I mean, I, uh, I've, I have no experience the Wendy's. My my wife had it um, the other day. I was coming home. She it was her first day back at work. I told her. I said, "Hey, listen, I'm going to drop the kids off. You you know you take it easy. You ease into the day. You know, have some coffee. Go out on the porch. Just relax, sleep in. Whatever. Sure. I'll drop the kids off on the way home. I'm going to get you some breakfast. What would you like?" <laughs> said, "Well, are you sure you're going to be okay with your diet?" I said, yeah, I'm good. I'll be strong. I'm strong. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, she said, well, I'd like to get the chicken, the honey butter chicken biscuit from Wendy's. Sounds good, but I got you, fam. I'll get that. Also, she wants the um, the, the potatoes that come with it. She right. wants the combo. Of course. No, no problem. So go there, swing through, and I look at the menu, the breakfast menu at Wendy's, and for us, Wendy's breakfast is a new thing. Like we uh, haven't had Wendy's no, breakfast. Ever. No idea. We don't know what's, what to expect. And then I see the maple bacon, honey butter chicken croissant. Hey, you had me at maple, and it just went downhill after that. Like I was like, "Oh, hey, buddy," I didn't realize this was a thing. So you got the combo right. I didn't get the combo. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because I told my wife, oh, I'm going to be strong. Yeah. In my head, that's, that's good. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm proud. I can eat this by the time I get home. She'll never know. Oh. So I, I was like, I'm not, I'm, oh. I'm going to have to cave. So I caved. Uh, it was delicious, by the way. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> I get home, get her her food, right? Mine's crumpled up in my, my pocket. Um, <laughs> and she said, 
did you get anything? I was like, no, I didn't. Did the dog, now, did the dog rat you out? Now, keep in okay. mind, my breath at this point is smelling like maple. Wake up, wake up. Uh, all this time, I was like, I, can't think, I think it's your food. She's like, well, mine doesn't have maple on it. How about that? Um, and then, and so, so I think I've slid through. I'm like, I'm just going to have, you know, I'm just going to have my coffee. And I'm going to be good. And so, and so I get, I sit, I get it, uh, in my office, sit down on my seat, got it like I like it, start to go for my cup. And I look down and I've got a big piece of uh, fried chicken <laughs> on my sweater. Oh, <laughs> so, well, I'm busted. <laughs> There's no way you could have not seen that. Oh. <laughs> um, and so, like, well, there's that. And so she came downstairs later and she goes, I think I, I want some lunch. I, she said, knowing, I bet you're starving because you haven't had anything all day. <laughs> you must be hungry. <laughs> you must be hungry. Well, as a matter of fact, um, I had, a, I had a, a croissant. Well, I didn't think you got anything. Nah, she's just playing me, oh, wow. playing me like a fiddle. That's funny. So yeah, just man, it was a big honking piece of the the breading. Yeah, right there. A piece of crust. Just yeah, there. I thought I had it. <laughs> anyway, it was delicious. By the way, I was scarfing it down, but it was fantastic. I, yeah. I look forward to trying it at some point in the future. Some point, yeah. it'll it'll be there. It'll be there. All right. So our last topic. Uh, well, is it our last? There's only one thing left on the document. Okay. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> I thought this one was interesting. Eight-year-old boy wins a $200 prize pack at a hockey youth tournament. However, the products were filled with cannabis. <clears throat> In Toronto. I don't know why I gave that accent. It's the Italian capital of uh, Quebec or something. Right? Is, is that it? Yeah, they speak Italian up there. <laughs> A British Columbia grandfather is questioning when it's appropriate to offer cannabis prizes and raffles after his eight-year-old grandson bid and won on a stash of $200 worth of pot products at a local hockey youth tournament. Uh, Keith Riddell said his grandson plays novice hockey. I guess that's amateur hockey. Seven and eight-year-olds. Okay. With other children. Oh, it's age of seven and eight. If you would have just read the article, you would have realized that. <laughs> But at the time, the tournament, uh, but at, but at a tournament over the weekend, a longtime tradition of fundraising took a turn. Each team is usually responsible for putting a gift basket or prize package together with a minimum value of $50. Um, and then they have a big what to do. They set up a paper bag taped to front in the front of each one of the prizes. And then people then put tickets into said prizes, hoping that they'll win the product. Usually, most of the time, it was uh, family-friendly things, including tickets to the movies, card games, or family uh, board games, or snacks like popcorn and candy. Riddle said that his son, who had taken, um, at, it was in the tournament, spent $10 on raffle tickets, and then gave them to the 8-year-old to bid on whichever prizes he liked, when it came to the prize pack that Riddell's grandson would eventually win, all he saw was chocolate and chocolate fondue, so he put his ticket in the bag, which, not a bad idea. Yeah. At the end of the tournament, the family was notified that he won the prize and that it was worth $200 worth of pot. <laughs> <laughs> the child's father 
who was the one who picked up the prize after receiving the call, informed him of the win. He sent the photos of the hall to Riddell, which is his grandfather. The picture showed various chocolate edibles, vanilla chai, and other pot products, all stamped with the red oct- oct- uh, octagonal. Is that octagonal? A word? Octagonal. Look at you. HTC <laughs> symbol of legal cannabis. <laughs> octagonal. That's not the right word, is it? Octagonal is uh, is a word that describes an octagon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the $200 estimate comes from advertising in the bag. Basically, he won $200 worth of pot. But they said that it was okay. Now It's legal. It's legal. It's legal for somebody. Remember the eight-year-olds. Right. So it's not drugs. And if you keep reading here, it actually says that the grandfather was a policeman for 32 years. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> so he might be have a, a skewed perspective. Now, do I think kids should be getting cannabis products as raffle prizes at a hockey game? Probably not. Right. <laughs> well, they said if you read the rules of the raffle um, process that it does not ban cannabis. They said it was not our intention to upset any attendees of the event. The organization said in a statement, the tournament is organized by volunteers and their objective is to have a fun tournament and raise money for the hockey team to be more affordable, excuse me, more burps and more burps and uh, be more inclusive. He said that it was ludicrous. Um, They are reviewing their policies so that this does not happen in the future. But the reason they had to update their policies is because no one's been dumb enough to donate okay, yeah. to cannabis products right. before. For kids. For kids. Come on. Now, they said that it was it was noted that it was a over-19 uh, product, that it was the actual product had to be picked up by someone over-19. <clears throat> That's the first clue that it's not just who, chocolate. Was, any, was it anybody could put their ticket in for this? Anybody could have put their ticket in for it. Right. Maybe they're trying to... Get some weed for daddy. Who knows? Yes. Um, but. Seems a th- crazy thing for a kid's event. For a kid's event. But here's here's the, the question I have is, is this going to be one of those things where we are, and I know this is Canada, but are we going to be forced to accept the cannabis agenda or, oh my gosh, you're a bad person if you don't? Oh, Probably. You know, it's like, going to be, yeah, it's going to go, it's well, my right we'll to see how cannabis. this cannabis thing plays out. Because in the places that it's legal, I think they're having some trouble with folks a little bit, mm-hmm. like of productivity. Oh, really? <laughs> and, you know, like I was talking to someone, a doctor in uh, from L.A., and she said that they got to the point where they had to ask people if they were high or not. <laughs> Just on, like, customer calls. Like, they call oh, wow. somebody for like, are you sober? Are you high? Are you, mm-hmm. you know, on anything right now? Yeah. Before we keep talking. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just everywhere. Yeah. Like someone's got to be coherent, right? Or be sharp right. enough to make decisions or be a grown up. Right. If, if Brandon was here, he was like, well, you just have to police yourself. But we live in a society where yeah. Darwin's rules are out the window. Like it's not the survival of the fittest. It's we're going to put so many government regulations so that you can't kill yourself, even if you want to. Um, and in the same process, if we're going to legalize 
Mary Jane, the old devil's lettuce, um, there's going to be ramifications, but nobody's going to self-govern themselves. No, we this, live in a bunch of morons. This, the especially, you think about like the the generations probably behind us coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah, come on. They've grown up in the internet age, and those have never seen any kind of discipline. <laughs> you know, there, like, there's no self-regulation right. on anything. Right. We're just going to do it. And just our society promotes excess and mm-hmm. everything. You know, everything's got to be the biggest, baddest, right, funnest experience. Right? Be, like, for an example, that Wendy's Baconator breakfast, mm. it's like two sausage patties, five pieces of bacon, three things of cheese, a cheese sauce on top of it, on top of a croissant. At some point, you're like, maybe that's a little too much. It does sound amazing. Oh. But, but yeah. The excess. That's a great, yeah. And you think about restaurants that... Because you have so many health-conscious restaurants now. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's trying to get on the Beyond Meat or have a vegetarian right. or a healthy. There's no such thing as healthy fast food. But you've got the ones that are really keen on this lighter side of things. Mm-hmm. Then you have restaurants like Hardee's mm-hmm. who always, or Arby's even, who go the other direction and go, here's a meat on a meat on meat with meat <laughs> right. in the middle right. with some cheese sauce on it. Yep. For those of you who don't want to go eat the rabbit food. In an egg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fried egg, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's just, but I, I guess my question, again, is this going to be something that just that agenda, if if you don't accept cannabis being part of your social everyday lifestyle, then are is this another thing where the morality police is going to be um, looked down upon as you, you bigot. You'll be ostracized for it. For because sure. yeah. you don't agree. Yeah, with it's going to be similar, and I don't want to compare it directly, but to like the LGBT minope uh, right. movement. You know, yeah. like if you have beliefs about that, whether it's right or wrong, I'm not saying what's right and what's wrong here, but those beliefs, you either feel you're okay with it or you're not. Mm-hmm. If you're not okay with it, you're, you're the bad guy. Right. If you have a certain, either a, grew up a certain way or mm-hmm. you have a religious reason yeah you're or, you're you're the enemy or even global warming you know like sure yeah well, there's pick, pick your topic warming. yeah you know yeah, yeah pick your topic but look for, at any of the political platforms even, <laughs> you know right. but for a kid's event like yo, that, come on this is you, you need to know better you shouldn't have to say it, it'd be like having this at like a high school football game right as a raffle right It'd be different if it was an adult or event or a outside of a kid sporting event. Well, any other place. I, I, yeah. I mean, what what's the and as Mojo would do, like what is the X, X degree that that gets put gets pushed at? Like next year, we could have you know adult entertainment, you know, in the in the baskets. Right. Like who knows? It could just keep going and going and going. So it's just y'all. yeah, and you know. We shouldn't have to. I mean, self-regulation sounds great yeah. if people were capable of that. But we're not. At some point in history, we forgot how to do that. And we're just like, well, we'll just keep going. Yeah, people don't think anymore. No, absolutely not. All right, so I think that's going to wrap up our show for tonight. Producer Brian, send us out. Yeah, thanks again for listening to the old Southern Fried Philosophy. Make sure you, uh, again, like, subscribe. Uh, share, share with your friends. If you like the show, share with people you don't like. If you want to, you know, waste an hour of their time, <laughs> do that. Um, reach out on the social medias. We'd love to hear from you guys. 
Um, if Mojo were here, he would say, um, sign up to be an organ donor. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, again, thanks for tuning in. If you want to be an SFP insider this very time, you can go ahead and sign up now on our website. Meet us at Commoner's Brewery uh, on Monday, and we'll do an SFP insider, and we'll be glad to uh, to see you there. So yeah. and we have big plans for that in the future. We yeah. have some uh, events later in the year. That's some very exclusive content. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yep. So, guys, thanks again for tuning in. And as always, keep looking up.